listen to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Check your panties. Aging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I'm having chest pain. So sit down, shut the fuck up, take your cock out of your hand, and listen. Joey Valentine. Hey everybody, and welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake, your favorite podcast, or soon to be favorite podcast. I am Joey Valentine. This is the place where the fat guy makes fun of fat people, so come in, sit down, get some Cheetos on your neck beard. Watch some Star Wars and listen as I talk about nonsense. It's Friday, 6 10, 2022. What a wonderful week it's been. Gone by nice and quick. I had the most fantabulous show last night with the uh, Nerds Talking podcast. I was the special guest, Mr. Johnny Valentine. <laughs> These cats called me Johnny Valentine on accident, but I don't care. It was so fun, man. Hugh Lafayette. Carlos and Johnny, four of the coolest guys that I've ever had the pleasure of working with. We did about two hours of what ended up being um, very disturbing conversations about, you know, I, I don't have control over the editing, so I, I kind of regret telling the um, squirter story. Yeah, I'm going to regret that one if they include it in the show, which they most certainly will. Uh, that's going to be on tonight. Nerds talking the podcast. I know you hear my voice. Do you hear that? I I, two hours of me just being like insane myself, Joey Valentine being stupid. I've almost lost my voice from like overexerting myself, trying to impress these guys with my humor. I mean, I was so excited about doing the show. I shaved my balls and everything. It was awesome. So that's available on Spotify for sure, probably on iTunes. I I think it's available anywhere they play podcasts. So, nerds talking, special guest, fat guy loves cake, going to be on tonight. It's going to be at least an hour and a half. I mean, there was a lot. And it just got weird. It went from like here to there to over there and back. And that's what I expected. It was good. There wasn't a whole lot of dead air, man. And five stupid, (laughs) wound-up nerds talking about whatever came into our heads. That was cool. I would like to do that again, and I hopefully will in the future. I would also like to have one of them, at least one of them on my show, if I could. But you know I am an egomaniac as well as a megalomaniac, so it's really hard for me to share my show with anyone. So I'd have to take one. And I don't know which one I want to take because all four of them are pretty spiffy. All right, enough of that. Let me pull my tongue out of your assholes and get back to my show. I had a thought. Men look at women sexually all the time. It's like what we do. You know, you look at a woman and no matter what shape or age or whatever, most men, like immediately you look at a woman and you go, I would hit that or I would not hit that. You don't tell anyone that. You don't share this with anyone. You know, unless it's like, you know, hey, look at your out, huh? But no, uh, <laughs> but no, this is what men do. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we're not like, you know, we're not being gross. I don't look at women. Like every time I pass a woman in the store, I'm not like picturing her bent over, you know, like slathering. I can't believe it's not butter on her ass cheeks, you know, and crushing eggs with her feet. That is oddly specific. I don't know why I went to that. But I'm saying like I look at a woman when I pass her in the store. 
if she is an adult and not an elderly person for the most part. And I go, eh, you know, or, eh. But I wonder, has anyone ever done that to me? Not the women I've dated, not the women I've been married to, but have I ever been walking down the aisle of a grocery store, pre-fat guy, and a woman was like, mm, i tear that up. I wish I could know. Guys, do you ever think about that? Do you ever wonder? Or are you just too busy, like, thinking about your own sexual fantasies? Like, I don't care if she wants to fuck me. I want to fuck her. I really wonder how many women have thought that. It's got to be at least, like, one or two, right? I've had, like, a thousand girlfriends. Somebody at some point had to have been like, oh, yeah. I don't know. Any old girlfriends listening? Send me an email. Let me know. I'm <laughs> just kidding. No one listens to this show. Now, there's probably actually a lot of women that walk past me now, and they say, that's why I'm gay. <laughs> oh, my God, it's hot. I'm sweating so bad, and I'm actually running the air during the show. I never run the air during the show, but I don't care because it was 106 today in South Texas, and it's just melting me. I already sweat when I just sit still in the air conditioning, changing my clothes like three times a day. Okay, I'm not really as fat as I make myself out to be. For 6'2", I'm doing all right. I do have a dad bod. I'm not ashamed of it. And you shouldn't be either. I think it's time that we level the playing field. I see heavy women on dating websites, and all they do is they flaunt their fatness. Okay? There is BBW, big beautiful woman. Okay? And that's classy. That's a nice way of saying, hey... I'm fat, but I'm beautiful. I can respect that. But so many times on these dating sites, I encounter these women who are so aggressively fat. They're not like, I know I'm a little thick, you know, but this, this is who I am. This is how God made me, you know, or I've tried working out, but I just can't stick with it. You know, the usual thing, like how all of us gain weight. You get older, get lazier. It's hard to eat a good diet when all we do is work 40, 50 hours a week. Your metabolism doesn't agree with you like it used to. Or you're like me and you have a dozen donuts every day and you just don't fucking care. But there's these women on these dating websites and they're so aggressive. They are so absolutely aggressive about their fatness. And it's such a turnoff because they're like, yeah, I'm fat. You can fucking deal with it. You don't like a fat chick and swipe right. And I'm like, okay swipe like i don't it's not even so much that you're fat it's that you're a bitch confrontational bitch at that you're already stepping up to me i don't even know you i'm just reading your profile and already i feel like you're yelling at me like the man doesn't know how to take care of a big fat ass woman and he's not a real man what kind of fucking logic is that i would never look wait and I say this as a fat person, weight is something we have control over pretty much 90% of the time. So if you're overweight, it's because you're not doing anything about it. You don't have to be fat. You choose to be fat. I choose to be fat. Every day I could have a turkey sandwich and then some vegetables and drink lots of water. But instead, I, I fucking literally have Domino's and McDonald's and donuts and Rocky Road ice cream. I'm lucky that I haven't broken 300 pounds. My metabolism is really putting up a fight, but that's something I can, I can do something about, you know, like I would never get on uh, a dating website and like have a small dick and then boast about it. 
and be aggressive towards women about it. Like, what would be a great acronym for that? Like, <laughs> SDM, small dick man. Like, yeah, I got a little dick, and if you don't like it, you can just swipe right, bitch. And no, I don't know what I'm doing with it. Some women just can't handle a small dick. <laughs> a real woman would know what to do with two inches. <laughs> you got small dick guys trying to date 500-pound women. That's just, those pieces don't fucking match. <laughs> but uh, you know what? You can't do anything about a small dick, I don't think. I don't know. I... <laughs> You're all waiting for me to say I have a small dick, aren't you? Well, I'm not gonna, because I don't. Nothing to write home to the boys about, but uh, or whatever the expression is. But, you know, it's like a tire iron or a tire jack. You know, it's not like, you know, it's like everyone you find in a trunk gets the job done. <laughs> I don't know what this kind of fucking euphemism that's supposed to be for my dick. How would you describe your penis? Like a car jack, you know? It's there when you need it. It's average. It's it's good for a few pumps to get something heavy off the ground. <laughs> it does have a weight limit, but uh, yeah, I find it to be very reliable. Okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. But really, you know, let's uh, l- let's level the playing field here. Okay, if women are going to be, if heavy women are going to be so proud of being heavy, and they're going to fucking like wear it like it's some sort of badge of honor then shouldn't men as well? Like, how about a fat guy dating site? How about a website dedicated strictly to fat men and only thin women? Chubby chasers, as it were. I know they exist. I saw some girls on the Plenty of Fish website. They even said in their profile that they want a man with a big old belly Something they can grab onto. That's a specific fetish. I mean, everybody's got a thing, right? I'm sure there's people that like knees and elbows. And, you know, somebody's got like a neck that looks like a pack of hot dogs. Somebody wants to stick their dick in that. But let's make a site. Fat Guy Loves Cake presents Fat Guy Love. It'll be fat guys. And it can only be fat guys. You got to pass a review. Send in a picture of your fat body. And then the girls get on there. And they know when they get on the website, they ain't getting nobody athletic. They're not getting anybody slim, muscular, or even average. We're talking about man needs help finding his dick and the women who love them. I think it could be successful. It would probably make a shitload of money because of how many fake profiles and bots it would attract. And all kinds of people across the pond trying to take money from fat people. But let me tell you something. You don't come between a fat person and their finances because those finances pay for the food that keep them fat. So we will have very, very strict moderators on my fat guy. No, skinny girl loves fat guy loves cake. No, fat guy needs fat guy needs love. Fat guy needs love.com. I don't know. If that domain is not taken, somebody buy it and get back to me, okay? Fat guy needs love. Oh, that's got to be taken. So I know you're all probably wondering, Joey, have you talked to Amber lately? You know, Amber Heard. Um, I have, you know, been in contact with her agent and a lot of the uh, Hollywood-type folks. I'm trying to get her back into Hollywood to keep her relevant, you know, because once this thing blows over, you've still got a really great actress who's very attractive. You know, if you can get past the whole shitting in the bed thing 
then, you know, she's still going to be a big moneymaker. And, you know, right now she's she's doing some things. She's got movies in the works. I've played the trailers for you. I keep in touch with her, and uh, I let her know, hey, it's okay. <laughs> Put a cork in it, and let's uh, let's get you some work out in Hollywood. And uh, she landed a role that actually was not made available to the public, another one that she snuck me a copy of. Her agent actually sent it over to me. Apparently, she is in a uh, a new drama that's about to be released. I think this one was f- kind of finishing up when uh, when the, before the trial started, so it's going to release. And it's um, believe it or not, it actually has Johnny Depp in it. And uh, I have a copy of the trailer. I just keep getting my hands on these trailers for you guys. I tell Amber, I say, hey, a lot of your fans listen to my show, and they sympathize with your irritable bowel syndrome. So without further ado, here is the new trailer from the Johnny Depp Amber Heard drama to be released later this year. Johnny, look out! Doctor, is she going to be okay? I'm afraid she's catatonic, Mr. Depp. She is awake and aware of her surroundings, but she cannot move any part of her body except for one muscle. We believe she can use that muscle to communicate. And what muscle would that be? Uh, that would be her sphincter muscle, Mr. Depp. Baga. Okay, we're going to try some tests with Amber now. It's two for yes and one for no. One what? No. No, no, no. Amber? Amber. Johnny is here. Do you recognize him? Nothing can stop a love that was meant to be. Oh, Amber, I don't care that you can't move or speak. All I need to know is that you love me. Do you truly love me? (laughs) Oh, Amber, I love you too. See the movie that the New York Times calls gross, totally unnecessary. People magazine raves, don't see this on a full stomach. You will lose your lunch. Johnny Depp. Amber Heard. My left butt cheek. Let's take this to the bedroom, lover. (laughs) Wow, I've got chills. I am so excited about seeing that whole movie. I mean, wow. So lately I've been talking about punk rock and I've been getting a lot of um, feedback from my fellow punk rocker fans. And that's very cool. I love talking about punk rock. I guess I kind of avoid talking about it too much because you're either into it or you're not, you know? And when it comes to someone like me, I've been into punk rock so long that I am a, a studious nerd. I have a PhD in the punk rockness and uh, I wear those stripes proudly. But I wanted to share this little thing with you because I was watching a movie the other day that I love called High Fidelity. John Cusack, Jack Black, Tim Robbins, and it's a fantastic movie. It's so well done. And if you've ever been to Austin, Texas, and you go into a a real record shop, you know, not like a, (laughs) I was going to say sound warehouse, but there's no fucking way that still exists. 
But if you go into a real honest-to-God record store, like there's wall-to-wall records and milk crates full of records for sale, you're always going to have this one pretentious music snob working there, or possibly everyone that works there thinks they know everything about music and everything you say is garbage and the music you listen to is fucking terrible. And this movie, High Fidelity, plays that out perfectly. John Cusack owns a, a record store. And he's got Jack Black and then some other nerdy guy. I don't know the name of the actor. But all three of them are so elitist. And it's so funny. It's like the IT guy, okay, but for a record store. And any real record store is going to be full of these people. Well, the movie nails it. And and every day that they open the record store, they constantly argue about what's the best, like top ten songs to get married to, top ten songs to make love to. And they argue about all this shit. Well, here's the thing. The only thing in that movie that really pissed me off. The one nerdy actor, the elitist guy that I don't know the name of, he is talking to this girl. And she's saying that she likes Green Day. And he says, oh, well, you should hear Stiff Little Fingers. He says, I think Green Day got a lot of their sound from them. Now, let me back up a little bit. Stiff Little Fingers is a very punk rock band from the 70s. They put out this album called Inflammable Material. It's, I believe, the one that he's playing in the movie because it's the song that he plays is called Suspect Device. That is the first track on Inflammable Material. Stiff Little Fingers is fucking punk rock, and they are gutter, fucking not poppy sounding. It's a very dirty recording, you know, like it's raw, okay? And so he's explaining to this girl, like, I think Green Day got a lot of their sound from this band, Stiff Little Fingers, okay? That's probably true green day has a lot of influences from back in the day they're older than i am they came from berkeley a lot of their influences probably were late 70s early 80s real punk bands especially english ones you can hear how billy joe sings like he's british even though he's not so the thing that bugs the shit out of me is that he goes, oh, here, listen to this. And he puts the record on, starts playing the song by Stiff Little Fingers. You know, it's like, suspect device. Okay. And this fucking guy, this pasty, white hat looking cracker motherfucker, stops what he's doing as he's walking by the counter. And he goes, hey, is that the new Green Day? And I lost all respect for who wrote that movie. On. No fucking planet but Bizarro World does Green Day 1994 sound like Stiff Little Fingers 1979. Now, this is me being an elitist snob about music right now. I I like Green Day. I think the world of them. And I think that they, they didn't ever change their music. I don't care what anybody fucking says. They put out a couple of albums on Lookout Records out of California, and then they got signed and they put out Dookie. Their old albums and their new albums sound the fucking same, except the new ones just sound a lot more produced. They have much more money behind them. But he's still the little, I'm, oh, I'm Billy Joe, and I'll sing like this, I'm punk rock, you know. (laughs) Punk rock rant over. Have you ever stopped to think that waffles are like pancakes on steroids? Like, don't they... Like, look like jacked up pancakes. Like, if pancakes worked out, they'd be waffles. I, don't, I just was thinking about that, you know? I mean, they're the same fucking thing, but like, waffles are all like stiff, you know? They got, they're cut. <laughs> 
See, right now I'm a pancake, but I want to be a waffle. I'm a fucking big, fat, syrup-covered, sloppy pancake. And I want to be a crisp, cut, toned, slightly bronzed, ego waffle. <laughs> I'm Joey Valentine, and I'm here to say don't do drugs. Okay, never mind, scratch that. So Matthew McConaughey is getting all into the, like, politics game i mean he already said he wasn't going to run for governor of texas even though if he did he'd win by like a monstrous fucking landslide but you know he stood up after these school shootings and he said hey you know (laughs) i'm I'm trying so hard not to do a matthew mcconaughey impression but he said hey this shit's got to stop and you know like something's got to be done and i mean he's a he's a true texan you know and my friends are all like, oh, he's liberal and he's going to try and take away our guns. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, man. I was like, that guy is all Texan. He's pure Texan, and he knows that it ain't nobody taking nobody's guns in Texas. All he wants is maybe, you know, we all don't need to own things that were meant for war. It's not necessary. You don't deer hunt with an AR. And maybe we could just be a little more strict with who we give guns to jesus christ man apparently it's not a fucking i i i had a hard time getting one seriously like when i owed child support i was not allowed to buy a gun i don't know why i could take a guess as to why (laughs) if a man owes a whole lot of money to a woman and then he goes looking to buy a gun i think you probably know how that story ends but until I was caught up, you know, I uh, I couldn't own a gun. So how is it that me, no felonies, every time I've been to jail has been for traffic tickets or something to do with fighting or alcohol. I have no felonies. I have all class C misdemeanors. I have no violent crimes, no assaults. So how is it that I had such a difficult time getting a gun and other people are just walking into gun stores and getting high-powered rifles? I don't I mean, that's, I'm not going to take a stance on this one way or another. I'm fucking armed. Okay. You want to step? Go ahead. This bag that I wear around my, my waist. Okay. There's not, there's more than snacks in there. Okay. So you can step to me if you want. I think Matthew McConaughey would make, I mean, you know, a politician, the whole reason that like actors make such good politicians and, and you don't have to agree with me on that, but I think history has shown that the least corrupt and the smoothest times have always been like you had Ronald Reagan, you know, and then like what's that fucking wrestler who was like the governor of Minnesota, you know, Jimmy. I mean, uh, oh, people are yelling at their radios right now. I can't think of his fucking name, you know, uh, and Arnold Schwarzenegger was governor of California. They have no reason to be corrupt because they didn't grow up in the political system. When you have a senator who's been in Congress for 30 fucking years who's been on the take forever finally gets to where he's uh, selected as the whatever representative for whatever party. At this point, he's already a part of the problem. You bring in some fresh blood who have no reason like Matthew McConaughey. He has no reason whatsoever. He's going to get up. He's going to be like, all right, all right, all right. (laughs) Let's see if we can make things good in Texas. All right. Governor McConaughey, what do you plan to do about protecting our schools from shooters? Well, the first thing I'm going to do is take care of those high school girls. 
Because I keep getting older, but they stay the same age. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm Matthew McConaughey. I'm coming now. All right, all right, all right. All right. All right. Stop. We are here. It is time for the weekend. It's going to be a hot one in Texas. I hope everybody's having a... Hope everybody's got some good plans. It's not just Texas that it's hot. It is hot. Urawar. Old uh, Lafayette there and uh, says he's in Phoenix. So he says he's getting cooked out there too. No, no fucking surprise, but you don't have humidity. We have humidity. I've been to Arizona. It's like a dry, gnarly fucking dry heat. Here in Texas, it's like walking through hot pudding. It's awful. So everybody have a fun weekend. I'll be back with you on Monday. Of course, you already knew that. You can reach me at fatguylovescake at yahoo.com. Send me any messages, suggestions. I appreciate everybody that's been listening to the show, all the support. Thank you again to the Nerds Talking podcast. It will be up Friday. And if you uh, are too lazy or stupid to remember, I will put a link to it on the next show when I post it to Spotify. I guess maybe I can do that in the old uh, about section there. Whatever. It's nerds talking. It comes right up in the search. Okay. What are you waiting for? Fucking listen to the show already. Why am I supporting it? I, I, I probably, the show started off innocent enough and I turned it into like a complete disgusting sex orgy, nasty talk. Like, would you for this amount of money type of thing? And then I told a really private story about a sexual encounter that I really wish I hadn't, but <laughs> got to put a fucking leash on me, man. So let me give you something to shake your ass to. A little something for my soon-to-be governor, McConaughey, from the Days to Confuse soundtrack. How about a little lowrider to get your weekend started? I'll see you guys on Monday, and everybody be nice.